You want to sing it this time? You want me to do it? No, go ahead. It's wrinkled sheets. It's wrinkled sheets. It's really kind of neat. Listen to wrinkled sheets. Yeah! And we're back with the new Wrinkled Sheets podcast. Yeah! How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm Janet. I'm Steve. And we are the McGrews. If you have not listened to us before, why? We've been welcome. doing this now for... Yeah, welcome. But why? We've been doing this now, what, four or five years, if not longer? I'm pretty sure it's longer. It's longer than that, isn't it? Yeah, because my um, Two Girls podcast has been going for like seven years. Really? Yeah. Wow, it just time flies, doesn't it? It does. It really it does. does. It really <laughs> does. But we're back with the Wrinkle Cheats podcast right before you're about to take off to Alaska. Yeah. Now, did we do a podcast? Um, have we done one since your birthday? I don't think so. I don't think so. So happy birthday. Thanks, babe. Yeah, she turned... 38. I wasn't going to say it. It's fine. All right. Well, happy birthday to you. Thank your month, you. your birthday month is over. I don't oh, know how yeah. you ladies do that. No guy ever goes. You know what this is? My birthday month. Right. But you, you guys make a month out of it. But we don't. Wait, like at the beginning of the month, I'm like, woohoo, July, it's my birthday month. But it's not like every day I'm like, it's July. Well, you do start doing the it's birthday week. Yes, I do the week. <laughs> I'm a big birthday guy. I love birthdays. What is it about birthdays? What? Why does that excite you so much? Because some people are like, oh, whatever. You know, like, it's no big deal to me. So if I think about it briefly, um, my family wasn't one to really ha- like throw parties or, or get together. Uh-huh. But when it came to birthdays, we always went to my grandma's house. She made us a homemade cake. There were gifts, and we all got together. So that's why the birthday was extra special. What kind mm-hmm. of cake did she make? The same one every year? It was Carrot a different... cake. So that would be your your birthday request? Yes. Uh, where, like My is... dad's was German chocolate. I'm cheesecake. Yes. Your carrot cake. Yes. Mm. See, we just learned something in the well, very first few minutes of Wrinkle Cheeks. I, I like carrot cake now. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, you don't it's not love my it? favorite anymore. You know what I love? I love strawberry cake with the strawberry buttercream icing. Mm. It's pink, but that's not why I love it. It just, I love that cake. What's your other favorite cakes? What do you mean? I mean there's so many cakes and pies and stuff. What would be, what's another cake that you'd go, yes. Red velvet. Red velvet. Mm-hmm. I, I like, and I haven't had it in a really long time, and it's not really a cake as much as it is where you take that devil's food uh, thing and mm-hmm. you put strawberries on it mm-hmm. and then you whipped cream it. What's Yeah. That, does that have is a it name? Is that strawberry shortcake? Is that what that is? That's what my dad used to call it, but my dad told me things that weren't always right. <laughs> so... Because I've always liked that, like a big devil's food cake. You know, when you cut yeah. a big slice of that, it's always like soft. Oh, and, yeah. Ooh, that's some good stuff. It really, and We really have not is. had a lot of that since we've been doing keto. No, no. But you looked up an, uh, uh, a recipe the other day. Because or- my favorite pie is pecan pie. Yep. And I have found a recipe for a keto-friendly pecan pie. I don't know when I'm going to have the chance to try making it, mm-hmm. but it's going to happen. It is going to happen. Right. Is it really, really keto-friendly, or is it just fall in the category of, this is keto-ish, and it's probably better for you than the real thing? 
It's kind of like like our we do cheesecake, uh-huh. the keto cheesecake. It's like that. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like the keto bread that I was looking tonight that what we had. Mm-hmm. It's keto bread. It says it on it. But you look at it and you go, hey, there's seven seven uh, carbs per slice here. And this but is- if you subtract the fiber, I know it's zero net carbs. Yeah, and it falls in your skin. You can have so many. Yes, because how you calculate carbs on keto is you take the carbs minus the fiber in mm-hmm. the item, and that is your net carbs. So that's the carbs you count. I was saw uh, one of our followers on Instagram had posted about because uh, I put put a picture of me in a new like an old shirt like I, I've lost enough weight on keto that I'm back in a shirt that I haven't worn in years you know one of those things congrats thank you and somebody put wrote uh, I'm down 26 pounds since May I'm like how do some people how do some people lose so fast like it took me almost six months to everybody's lose 30 different. pounds everybody's different don't you think it's Everybody's different. Hmm. You can't compare yourself to others. Is it metabolism or just the different I way don't people know. do I'm not keto? A doctor. I'm not a doctor. Oh. Well, but you everyone's so body reacts different. differently to different things. Right. Okay. Well, enough keto talk before we run everybody away. And, but I uh, do have to say, uh-huh. one of the best things about my birthday is I got to meet Miranda Lambert. Oh, that's right. You did. You got to. Uh, you got a meet and greet. Yes, and I got to meet her husband, and my best friend from California came into town, and we just had so much fun. I'd never been to the a rodeo in Cheyenne, mm-hmm. and went to a Cheyenne rodeo, and it was pretty freaking amazing. It was hot, so hot. Well, you got so the meet and greet, but she didn't, so she had to wait out there? Yeah, but she was fine. I got her makeup bag signed oh. for her, to her, to Monica. Love Miranda Lambert. Yeah. It nice was job. so much fun. And then we went to... Oh, you didn't tell me that you almost fell down in front of Miranda. Oh, Like goodness. right in front of yeah, her. Yeah, it was not you, the greatest... What did you trip on? A crack. Hmm. So I was coming around, like, they put us in this line to meet Miranda. And you don't see her. She's behind this wall. And when it's your turn, you get pulled around the wall to meet her, uh-huh. to get the picture. And so I'm just like getting all excited and it's my turn. I hand my phone to someone because they want to hold your phone so you can not have things in your hand. And so I like come around the corner and I guess there was a crack and I have the problem of not picking up my feet. I I trip on cracks constantly and I tripped and I like lurched toward Miranda and I was like, oh. Did she reach out like, I got to catch you? Or she, yes. like, step? She did. She was kind of like, what? And I'm like, oh, my God. I am so glad I didn't fall on top of you. And she's like, yeah, me too. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> and so I was really freaked out. Like, I was like, here, will you sign this to Monica with a K? That's my, my best friend. She's out there. She didn't get the meet and greet. So can you sign it to her? And she's like, yeah, and I'll sign your meet and greet, too. So she signed my meet and greet pass, so I actually got an autograph, too. Don't they say they're only signed one thing or something? Yeah. Okay. And some meet and greets don't allow them yeah, to sign at all. anything. You just kind of step up, take a picture, keep moving, step and up. And she's like, oh, I love your hair. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so then it was picture time, and I was still very freaked out. And it's not my, my best Did you make her do photo. Charlie's no, Angels again? I did not. Okay. I kept it very normal, very normal. But the really cool thing is there was this girl 
in line right behind me. And she had blonde hair, dreadlocks, like very different than me. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I'm in this pink skirt and I'm like, oh, woo. She's just like playing it cool, dreadlocks. And I was, and we, I was like, oh, exciting, exciting. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. Why are you here? I'm like, she, she must have won like a radio contest and was like, oh, fine. I'll meet Miranda Lambert. You don't but, think she was a Miranda Lambert wait, fan? Okay. Wait oh, for oh, it. Oh, I got a head. Okay. I got a head. I got a head. <laughs> so after the meet and greet, they just kind of push you back out into the general public. So I like step out into the world and I'm like slowly walking, just like taking it all in. And like all of a sudden, Dreadlock Girl is next to me and she's like, wasn't that cool? And I was like, yeah, it really was. She's like, did you do anything cool for your picture? I was like, no, I almost fell on her. So I just was happy to be able to take a picture with her. And she's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, and she pulls out her arm and she has the wings with the cross pistols on her arm. Uh-huh. This girl does. Right. She had a tattoo of, yes. of Miranda's logo. Thing. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, well, I had her pull out her cross pistols and we took a picture with our cross pistols and i was like that's so cool i have the cross pistols too she's like yeah um i was just uh, she's from tennessee and she was online and she just signed up for the meet and greet and she won it and so she bought a ticket to cheyenne frontier days wow must be nice to be able to just i don't know what she does we didn't talk much but i was like this is why you don't judge a book by its cover because her and I had way more in common than I would have ever thought. You thought, who is this dirty hippie and No, why? I didn't. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I thought. But that was really cool. It was a really cool birthday week. It was exhausting, but it was really, really cool. And then you came back into town, and you've been home for two weeks, and it's been amazing. And now I'm ready to leave again, and you're excited. No, I'm not. Now, was your Miranda Lambert meet and greet? Oh, my gosh. As Two good, different worlds. As good as getting to go hang with the Oak Ridge Boys? Can I tell this story from my point of view? You tell it from your point of view, because I, I got the feeling that was the most exciting day of your life. It was pretty freaking amazing. So what happened is Steve comes home, and we share an, an Apple calendar, and you came home, and I was like, oh... Uh, so Saturday you have that the Oak Ridge Boys are in town and you're like, oh, I forgot. And I was like, well, tickets are only $30. And you're like, I'll just reach out to the boys. The boys. Yeah. So you send a text to Joe and Dwayne. Dwayne and you're like, hey, I see you're going to be in town. I'm in town. I would love to come out and see you. And they're like, yeah, that's great. And I was like, so... They were like, come on out. That was it. That was yeah. the end of the statement. And I'm like, so tickets are only 30-something dollars. Do you want to get those now? And you were like, yeah, yeah, I'll look at it. Okay. But then a couple, days, a couple days go by, and the concert, it, pro- probably Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, so did you buy tickets? And you're like, oh, no, no, we're on the list. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. That was handled. We are going to this concert and we're on the list. That's fantastic. Well, the morning of Oak Ridge Boys Concert Day, my company had its annual summer gathering. Um, it was Family Fun Day at Bar Lake, which is full Never of been there before. Gorgeous lake, by the way. If you live in Colorado full listening, of algae. Duh, but it's a gorgeous area. And I convinced you to paddleboard. I did my very first paddleboard. You did great. I normally like the kayak. But, but I, it wasn't an option, so you did the paddleboard. The paddleboard with you. It was fun. It was. I was really scared because I woke up that morning and I went, okay, I'm going to do my hair. 
um, because we have this concert. I'm going to do decent makeup, but not crazy makeup. Because we have so to go somewhere right after this. Um, but the thing I was most scared of is paddleboarding and falling into the water. And then when I looked at the water, it's full of algae. And I was like, oh, dear God, if I fall in this water. You're going to have to redo your hair. There's going to be a shower and a whole hair process involved. But I did good. I was so proud of myself because I wasn't not going to stand up. Like, it was too beautiful of a day. So um, the family fun day ends. But right before it ends, you're like, hey, their road manager, Oak Ridge Boys road manager just called and wanted to find out our plans. And I was like, what? what? Okay. What are our plans? Yeah, Derek's like, what are you, what's the, what's the plan for you guys? What do you, what do you want to do? Where do you want to meet? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. What's, right. good, for, what's good for you I'm guys? I'm like, let's get in the car. Let's get home. Bar Lake is like an hour from our house. So let's get the heck home. Let's freshen up. And so then come to find out we're going to meet them at their hotel and we're going to follow them into the venue because they were going to take their own personal yeah, show. The bus, the bus was too big mm-hmm. for them to take into this venue because it's a, it's a kind of a smaller, intimate, it's called Hudson Gardens. It's a great place to see a concert. Mm-hmm. But they were just going to be chauffeured into the, the venue. And like all of a sudden, like at first, we're going to go say hi to them at the hotel. And then in my mind, I'm like, okay, then we'll go to the venue and we're just on the list. The we'll get in. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I guess we're going to follow them into the venue. So, okay, weird. We get ready to do that, and they throw us a couple VIP passes. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. If we're going to follow them, we'll be in the back part of the stage area. And then we'll probably just go out into the crowd and watch the concert. Um, So we get there, and they even had to stop once and wait for us because their driver ran a red light. Sunset limousine. I know you were like that man just took the lives of the Oak Ridge boys into danger. <laughs> so we finally get backstage. But you were like freaked out, sort of like 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 they were wait. How nice is that? They, they waited, waited on us. The band itself. The, the Oak Ridge boys, boys were like, wait. "Wait, we must wait for Steve." <laughs> and I'm like, I cannot believe that just happened. So then we pull up backstage, um, we park, and then we go hang out in the green room, and you guys are chatting, and, and we're chatting, and it was just really cool, and I'm like, okay, anytime they're going to tell us, okay, go back, go out into the general public and watch the show. Yeah, go get some seats and get ready. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, well, do you want to sit out there with the general public, or do you want to grab a you chair on, on the stage? stage? And I was like, what? Like, what? And I, I didn't want to, like, react. But then they were like, well, why don't you introduce us, talking to you? Yeah, that was, that. then that got like, me. Steve, why don't you introduce us? We'll get you set up in chairs on the side of the stage. And I'm just like, huh, whoa. So we go to the side of the stage, and you get nervous. I see it in your face. I was like, do you know what you're going to say? I haven't done that in years. Right. Other than my stand-up, I'll jump on stage I, all the time. And I'm like, you need to run by. What What, what are you going to say? What, what are, are you the gonna things say? you should say? I pull up their Twitter. I look at their, their summary. I'm like, this is what it says on their Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be an assistant. I was trying Members to Members of the Hall of Fame. Country music. Uh, members of Grand Ole Opry, Country Music Hall of Fame, and gospel, uh, gospel music Hall of Fame. And well, but you were like, but what else are you going to say? What else are you going right. to? you going to tell a little story about it? But or I wasn't you... talking nonstop. No. I was just trying to like help you focus. A focus, yeah. yeah. So we're standing side stage, and they bring us a chair. But I was like, I'm not ready to sit. But I should sit. I should sit because 
I'm a little too excited. And then um, you do the introduction. The band comes out. And it went well. Oh, yeah. The introduction was so great. I mean, I'm tooting my own horn. You did amazing. But it it went well. And people, like, I came out and went, you guys... You know, you may remember me as Mudflap from KYGO, and they were like, yeah! Like, yes. you know, it was so weird, because that's been, what, now seven years since I was on the radio? Mm-hmm. And they were still like, yeah! And I cracked a couple jokes about country music and new country, and they were like, yeah! Yes. So, you know. And then the boys came out, and then right after the boys came out, the um, guitar player stopped playing because he had to hand us our second yeah, chair. the guitar player stopped playing. I was like, this in the is middle of a song, real. I handed Janet a chair, and so like I'm, <laughs> I'm like standing there and singing along to American Made and all the songs, and like Joe and Dwayne, and I think the, even William Lee and Richard would look over, look over and after smile. Once a while, like yeah. I was like. This is so crazy. It was just amazing. And like I posted on my my Insta story and my Facebook stories and uh, one of my girlfriends was like, "Are you serious? If if you would have told me." And I was like, "I had no, no idea. like people don't understand. These aren't things that are planned." No, it was just like, "Oh, that's cool. They're going to do it this for happens. us. Oh, that's nice that they're going to do this." Yeah. And um at one point they brought you out I don't even remember Yeah, they brought why. me, they wanted to bring me out again for doing a nice job, you right. know, on the intro and, and, and being a friend of theirs. And Joe's like, I've known, known yeah. him for years. I just want to say thanks for And Hank. Dwayne's like, Janet, come out. And I was like, what? I am just the wife. Yeah. But okay. So I'm like out on stage. I wave. Yeah. That <laughs> and then was, we go back to that, the and spot. I thought, Okay. That was pretty cool in that itself. That was amazing. And that was unnecessary, but very nice. And then we continued to just rock Enjoy out. Enjoy the show. It was a great show. I love that song. What was the new one that I said I liked? Pray to Jesus, but play the lotto or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love great that new song. song. Um, and then at the very end, after Elvira and Bobby Sue... They always do a bow, um, and they're like, Steve, Janet, come out. And I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) I get to bow with the Oak Ridge Boys. Bow. You took a bow on stage at a concert with hundreds of people. Yeah, I was between Dwayne and Joe, right? Yeah. And you were on the other side of Joe, and it was just, ah. But then, just like that, poof, they go. Yeah, they ran off. They They're ran like, off stage. Follow us now. You now, started talking. One of the one musicians. One of the guitar players started talking to me. And Derek's like, "Damn it, we gotta get we gotta him go. Off we gotta stage. get him off the stage." Yeah, that's right. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to get in trouble. So we, they're like, get in your car. We're leaving. And I was like, that's it. So we're like, bye, guys. Bye, guys. We just waved bye. at them. They're already in Thanks. the car. Bye. Thank you. And then we follow them out of the venue and we come home. And wow. And it was quite the night. And one of your Facebook friends uh-huh. posted gra- a picture. Grabbed the picture of us being on stage. stage. And I was so thankful for that. And I I wrote, uh, when we got home, I, I wrote Joe and, and the guys, Dwayne, in, the, in a mass note. And I said, thanks for everything. You mm. know, that was, you know, we didn't expect it, but, you know, thank you for everything. Right. And they wrote back. Thanks to you. What they put to you, but thanks for making the stage pretty or something like that. So good to see both of you. Thank you for the introduction and to Janet for bringing some beauty to our stage. 
How nice is that? They are the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And I have always had a love for quartets, ever since the Kingsman. And dang. Dang. It was unreal. Like, both of us were wired. We didn't go to sleep till like, 1 o'clock no, that night. Yeah. Just be, just from, like, pure adrenaline happiness. I had to, like, yeah. I didn't drink all night because we were side stage. And it's not like we have access to alcohol. I got home, and I don't typically do a nightcap. I'm not a nightcap-type girl, but I was like, I must have a nightcap. I'm going to have to have a cocktail. Calm down here. (laughs) Calm down here. And so, like, even the next day, I was, like, um, Marco Poloing with my my best friend, Monica. And I was like, so this is what happened? And so she responds. She's like, I had sent her Marco Polos during the show. Mm -hmm. And she responded after she'd had a few cocktails. And she was like, you said you were going to a concert. You didn't say you were going to be in a concert. (laughs) I don't. So, yeah. So, explain to her. She was like, that is phenomenal. Because she knows how much I love the Oak Ridge Boys. Mm -hmm. One time, um, our buddy Flip and I drove home to Missouri together. And he was speeding like a maniac. But it's um, right when we got into Springfield, there was an Oak Ridge Boys um, billboard because they were playing in Branson. And I was like, oh, the Oak Ridge Boys. And he was like, F, Janet, F. You don't scream like that when someone's driving. And I was like, oh, it's just so good to be home. You just got so excited. <laughs> you, you saw something you recognized. Right. Um, well, you had told the story, I don't know if you told it on here before, that when you used to work as a waitress in Branson, yes. that Richard, one yes. of the Oak Ridge Boys, would come in to where the you worked. The bass singer, yeah. yeah. Um, I worked at the Outback Pub as a waitress, and he would come in and eat, I forget what he would eat, because he would sit at the bar, so I wasn't his waitress, and he'd drink a Red Stripe. And, you know, working in Branson, you're... You're told to play it cool. Yeah. You know, Mickey Gilly's been there. Um, I think Roy Clark came in once. Like, all of these phenomenal people. And I had to play it cool. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, because he would always come in a little early, because their shows were probably at, like, six? Seven, six, seven. seven. Er- earlier. Because it's Branson. Yeah. And so it wasn't busy yet. And I was just like, that's Richard. That's Richard from the Oak Ridge Boys. Does anyone else care? No one else cares. Did you ever say anything to him at any no. point? Because we've been with him a few times. Because I was told times, not so you've to. Never, but I'm saying later on now. I think never, we did tell him once. That's what I was thinking. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, about how I was a waitress at the Outback Pub. And he was like, oh, I like the... I forget what he said he liked. But um, I was like, yeah, I remember you drinking Red Stripe. The right before it was a few days before the concert that Joe Bonzel had posted a throwback picture of us at the baseball of game. us when we went to the Rockies game. But mm-hmm. that was the first time, and you didn't think they were going to happen. You like you're like hey, we're going to go meet the Oak Ridge Boys at the game, and you're like, yeah, okay, whatever, yeah. And we talked about this early in the podcast because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, guys have always lied, guys have lied. So I didn't they do. think you were guys you were telling lie. the truth. So. It was a phenomenal Saturday. It well, was amazing. We were talking about, I lost my car keys that at that game. Yeah. I and think we've talked about this. We, we yeah. have. But it was Joe, when we were backstage at the other, last night, when he mm-hmm. goes talking about how William in his smooth voice goes, do you think maybe you left him in the bathroom? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, that. Okay. I'll never forget that. Joe didn't even forget it, that, that, that William was like, you think you left him in the bathroom? William Lee, I haven't. We haven't spent much time, but he isn't a man of many words. 
But when he talks, they're little zingers of awesomeness. Yeah, he's got a really cool sense of humor. And he takes off his hat and like thanks the crowd for clapping after every, every song. song that he leads. You were like, that is so cool. Classy. Yeah, classy. classy. That's the word you use, classy. That is so cool. And I'm sure as a kid I was drawn to him because of the long beard and mm-hmm. the, just the coolness of him. Um, but, yeah. It was it was a phenomenal night. Yeah. One you will never forget. Never, ever in my life. Ever. Now, we're going to go see, uh, on September the 7th, we're going to go see Mark Wills and Lori Morgan. Morgan. I got to say, Lori Morgan's on the list. Of people you like? I want to see. I've never uh, seen. I've never seen her live either. Oh. And mm. so, Mark. I'm going to start binging some Lori Morgan music. Well, see, Mark reached out today. I talked to Mark today about he goes, oh man, anything, getting you guys in, yeah, no problem. What do you need? What do you guys want? What do you need? See, you. so we may have a a Mark Wills uh, never Lori, walk in, Lori Moore, but never we, walk in with that expectation. Never walk in expecting. But I'm I, just saying. That's like, what I tell everyone because everyone after the fact they're like, oh my gosh, Janet, how did you make this happen? I don't make anything happen. It's not like I'm one. Of, like I have friends that are those pushy people. Mm-hmm. And I have never been that pushy person. There is a, a comic here in town, and I won't say the name, who I always wonder. He is in every backstage at every concert, uh, mm-hmm. like every th- baseball games with the, you know, back lo- outside the locker room, football games pictured with con- concerts, you know, like how it's it's almost like one of those things that he superimpose himself in it, but he he doesn't. He he's one of those guys that smoothes. He knows smooths, everyone. He probably knows everybody. A lot of and you're like, ah, that. But that seems like a lot to smooth. You it know, takes- like, down. Can I get tickets? Hey, get you all are playing tonight. Can I? Yeah. He takes away the special. I think if it were to happen that much, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Mark Wills and Laurie Morgan. Someone asked me today, what's the next concert you're going to? I was like, oh, we're going to Midland in October. <laughs> I forgot about Mark Wills I and am, Laurie Morgan. I am excited about Midland. I know. It's one of the very few newer artists that you are down with. Yeah, very. Uh, I, I love the, the that first album, mm-hmm. uh, everything about it. I like their look. I like the style, I like the sound. Uh, you know, I like the... The singer's voice, like you played a song the other day that I thought was okay song, but the singer's voice didn't work for me. Right. I was like, I don't like the, but something Riley about Green. he's not a Riley Green guy. Something about the whole uh, Midland thing works for me, mm-hmm. except now, and this is not a big exception. They they're releasing as a lot of bands are doing now, one song, one song, you know, like, mm-hmm. and they released one the other day, and I went like, ooh. Oof. But I think yep. they've re- no, released another not. one since mm, then. They, they did. Yeah. Because so. it was like, I don't think it was received as well as... You can't get all diamonds. Mm-mm. No. Another thing that we did this weekend, we went and saw a movie. We went to see the new Quentin Tarantino movie, the ninth movie by Quentin Tarantino. And he only said he was going to do ten, right? That's what he says, but, you know, you don't know. Yeah. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Almost three hours long. Yeah, it wasn't... It was slow moving. Yes, it was slow moving. In hindsight, I'm fine. I'm glad we went. But during the time, I was like, I'm tired. I saw you, like, almost turn over and go to sleep. If you were watching... If you'd been watching a movie at home, that's exactly what you would have done, like, 
I'm turning. I'm listening. I'm, I'm still, I'm not watching, but I'm listening. And it's like less than five minutes and I'm out every single time. Every single time. But I really, in my brain, I'm like, I'm going to turn over and listen to the show. I nope. think there was a lot of stuff in this movie that you didn't I didn't get. get. Yeah, so right before recording this podcast, we we watched a YouTube video that was 25 things that you may have missed when watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And a lot of the stuff is before my time, so it definitely and I'm not into old Hollywood. I don't know the things. And I didn't even know that the movie was around the Manson Charles yeah, Manson. You didn't know that even after we walked out. I go, did you not realize no. like they, that's why they didn't die mm-hmm. in the end? The twist no. is not the... Didn't. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. You didn't... I'm an the, idiot. The Spawn Ranch thing didn't... No. Didn't know. I'd never heard of Spawn Ranch. Oh. Sorry. That's okay. But, so what did you think of the movie? I, I liked the movie because it was a period that I know lived through. And cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, I, I knew that a lot of the stuff was real. Like, I kept saying to you, like, that guy's playing Steve McQueen. Are they? I, I picked out the cameos. and so. But to me, I said the same thing. It was a little too long. Right. It could have been tightened up. But, but you know, Brad Pitt is great when he takes his shirt off. <laughs> I'm sorry, husband. I can say that because, you know, he did look really good. Uh, for his age. Yeah. He looks damn good. I'll have to give it to I him. I was like, hmm, yes, yes, he's still cute. But what about the scene where he took off his shirt? Like, was when he's it on a, the roof? Was it necessary? He yes. went up to fix an antenna on the roof. It was necessary. And he just took off his shirt. It connected his storyline with the other storyline that was happening. But the removal of the shirt, I understand the, the what was happening. When he went on the roof, he saw some things. I may not have remembered that scene without the shirt removal. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> what? That was a very pivotal scene in the if movie. Margo, if Margot Robbie had taken off her shirt, you'd remember it. Oh, I would have. Now that sounds creepy because she's much younger. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> but she's like much younger than me. No, she's not, is she? Yeah, she's like 20s. Get out. She's like 12 years younger than me. Really? Yeah. Oh, you look so much younger than her. You're so sweet. You might get some loving. Yeah! <laughs> Teaching! Um, yeah, it was, It was from my perspective, it was a good movie. Was it worth leaving my house to see? Probably not. But I'm a homebody. I would have probably watched it on Netflix. <laughs> You 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 you, you 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 really are a homebody. I mean, if you did not have to go to work, <laughs> I don't think you would leave the house. Yeah. I think if you could have a job that you didn't have to leave the house, you would never leave the house. No, that's not true. So in the winter, there were, I think I was snowed in for two days in a row. Uh-huh. And I was ready to get the F out of the house. I was like... Because we were snowed in Wednesday and Thursday. We left early on Tuesday, snowed in Wednesday, snowed in Thursday. I remember it was Friday. I was like, finally Friday, get out of the house. I got to go to the office. And I was so ready. But if I had like the opportunity to work from home once a week, I'd be down. But it, it it's, I know that that's not, it's a slippery slope for me. It is a slippery slope. Like if it were up to me, I wouldn't have any plans on my calendar. I, I would just go to work and come home. 
I, I will preference this part of the story by saying I am not typically a coupon person. Uh, I, I I think it's kind of weird that you want to use a coupon. Like, hold on, I got a nickel off of this. But I saw a coupon for uh, a steak place here in town. It's a barbecue place. Bar- well, it's a barbecue place. It's an Aspen and, and But the here. coupon was for a steak. And the coupon was for a steak. And I caught my eye. And Jan, uh, like, oh, I could get Janet out of the house for a steak. I If I show her this. Are you this, serious? Yeah. I go, that's why do you think it was laying? I took, I cut it out. I laid it on the counter. I try to cook dinner at home because I think it's a better value for your money. Oh, it is. But I was thinking to get out of the house. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> and I thought, and you were like, oh, what nights is this? We better use it tomorrow night then. And so. We, I didn't sound like that. Okay, you better use it tomorrow night then. But. <laughs> But we went. It's what was in it? Hickory Hickory House. Yeah. And uh, that was a massive steak. It was great. It ended up being dinner the next night. That was a massive it steak. It was so good. And I was surprised because I always thought of it as a uh, uh, barbecue place. I, mm-hmm. I've been there for lunch and had barbecue, and didn't pay any attention to steaks because I'm not a steak person like you. I am a steak girl. But when I saw that, like they serve steaks too. And as we were leaving, I go, have we found a new place? And you're like, this isn't a new place. You've talked about coming here before. But I go, I know. Yes, but is it we a new- found a new place. Okay. Where did you get the coupon? So we can look for it again. It was in uh, one of those, you know, how we get the- Penny saver the, things. Yeah, one of those magazines that come that we normally it, just throw away. Does it bother you that I'm a homebody? Um, it doesn't bother me. I just, there's, there's times that I think, you know- We'll look out the window and it's still daylight. Mm-hmm. It's still daylight. Like, and there's people cutting their grass outside. And, and you're I'm putting and, on my pajamas. And you're like, we, we should go to bed now and watch watch this before I fall asleep. But I'm thinking, there's people out in the yard with their kids. There's people cutting grass, enjoying the summer. And you're like, hey, you probably go to bed. And I've even said to you, like, hey, do you want to go sit on the deck? And you know, like mm-hmm. in the afternoon, you're like. Uh, why don't we just eat and and, and and bed and watch TV and like you're ready when you I come home I think I have work. like the working man blues during the week. Like I just want to get the week over. I just want to get up in the morning. Sometimes work out, sometimes not. Go to work, do my job, come home, go to bed until I hit the weekend, and then. That I'm almost sounds like a prison kind of thing, though. Don't you ever? Don't you feel like one of those people? A lot of times that come home from work, and as soon as they get home from work, they want to do their own thing. So you always seem to be like, "I'd rather just go to I bed because I have to go to work tomorrow." But you know, people come home and be like, "Now's my time. I will read. I will. I will work in the yard. I will do." No, you know, I don't. I think my thing is I I watch mindless TV. It's my decompression, and I play Yahtzee on my phone. While you watch TV, and I go, "Hey, you're not watching." I'm listening. <laughs> we all have our things. We all have our things. Do you hate it? No, like, not at all. With you traveling, that probably makes you feel better because I'm not like one that's like, "Get home from work. What can I do? What can I do?" She's out at the bar again. She's out at the bar again. Yeah. She's out at the bar again. Not a big fan. Yeah. So what what uh, what topics do you have for us this week? So I do have to give you like husband of the year award. Oh, I do for what? 
for watching The Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, my God. I forced him to watch it Monday and Tuesday night. And it's, it was four hours of Bachelor Hell. in Paradise. Hell. Um, I thought The Bachelorette was a show for hoes. I have never seen such hoeness. Bachelor in Paradise is basically, let's just go have sex with each other until we figure out which one we like best. Or just make out. No one's had sex on the show. They talk about it, though. They, because they had sex Outside the show. the show. And now they're back and they go, well, I was with him before. Right. So there's a lot of hoeness going on, you have to admit. I, I agree. And I didn't watch, ba- even when I started watching The Bachelor, I uh-huh. didn't watch The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise. And then Slippery Slope into Bachelorette. And then you start to know everyone, and, and now they're the all going to be in Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Nation, that's the word. And Nation. then they're all going to be on this beach. And so last season was the first Bachelor in Paradise I watched. Because I remember before, I thought the same thing. I was like, this is just ridiculous. Ridiculous! This small pool of people that happen to be from Bachelor and Bachelorette are all going to hook up and there's going to be a Petri dish of things happening. But it is. It's still like that. And you're and you're like, oh, that guy's from Denver. Oh, that guy's from Denver. Oh, that girl's from Colorado. Are that? And it's like they're picking a lot of do we have a lot of hoes here? There's a lot of single 20 somethings that come here. Because this is a very active state, so. Mm-hmm. Well, the girl from uh, Hannah. Yeah. What is Hannah B? Hannah Brown. A- Alabama. Alabama Hannah. Ha- Hannah. Uh, she talked about how ever after she slept with everybody, that Jesus still loved her, and uh, and then on the the final, uh, while her parents are sitting there. Not her parents. Not her parents. The guys. The guys, parents, guys, parents. The guys parents. The guys parents. We hooked Peter, up four times. And Peter what? the pilot. Huh? Yeah, Peter the pilot. We hooked up four times, but Jesus still loves me. So don't you... So today, I don't know if you noticed her picture on Instagram. She posted a picture on Instagram that her shirt was too short, and it was like the bottom of her boobs were hanging out. Under boob. Under boob. You know, this, uh, it's a that, style. That's the style. Under boob. And uh, so many people commented about... Oh, yeah. Jesus loves titties. Oh, yeah. Uh, Post more pictures like that. Jesus loves that. So I think she has gone down a weird path with that whole... Well, she had a very bad ending to her bachelorette. Yeah, so you should show your boobs? I didn't... I wasn't justifying that, but she's probably not in a great place right now. Yeah. And then her runner-up, who she thought might have a chance with, started dating Gigi Hadid, and... You, no one can compete with Gigi Hadid. Somebody should, because she's not that attractive. She's a supermodel. She's I don't know why. Of, I don't know why she's a supermodel. It's today's age. She is one of the top models in the world. I don't get it. I don't. That's fine. You don't have to. I looked her up after because I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she is a sister. They're both models or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, the she's si- friends with Taylor. The sister is attractive. Gigi is not. Gigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like she could be a cashier at Kentucky Fried Chicken, but you just put makeup on her and said, okay, now you're a model. Honestly, that's what, is that weird for me to say that? But that's just, I don't, 
supermodels were always like Cheryl Teagues or or uh, what's Cindy, Crawford. Your, Cindy Crawford or you know L McPherson. L McPherson. Yeah, those are supermodels, not just somebody that looks like. Did you just come out of a uh, big lots and take the vest off and? Dang. Okay. Is that weird? No, it's just very abrupt. Is that bad? It's, I'm honest. You are. I'm a homebody and you're an honest. <laughs> Am I bad mouthing somebody that you that you think is like No, I just higher up the food chain? Or? Oh yeah, she's definitely higher up the food chain. That's why Hannah didn't stand a chance. Really? Yep. Oh. Mm. Sorry. We got a lot of stuff going on in our, our home. Things are happening. It's home improvement time. Oh, for the house. We uh <laughs> I just wrote the biggest check that I've ever written for anything. It wasn't even a down payment for a car was not even that big. But it's a uh, down payment for flooring. We're getting the carpet pulled out of the house mm-hmm. and hardwood floors put in. Vinyl, right? Well, it's yeah, it's fine. It's uh it, there's a name for it. It's not yeah. really vinyl because that's like it's not laminate. Not laminate. There's a. It's a. It's a. Com combo of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's like several layers. When he mm-hmm. showed it to you, there's all like this is the cushion, this is that, and this is this. But it looks and feels exactly like hardwood. Like hardwood. But it has a. a but it's waterproof, pet proof, and all this. And kind it of has stuff. a forever warranty. Yeah. So. Very uh, exciting. I broke the news to my boss today. I was like, hey, we're getting our carpet pulled up, and if Steve's out of town when they want to do it, I may have to work from home for four or five days. And she kind of grimaced. Did she? Yeah. Well, you don't have to be here the entire time. They, it's the same. You want me to leave strangers alone? Well, I don't really, but they are, yeah. that they said, you know, they're bonded and that whole kind of, you know. She's like, well, we'll make it work. I'm like, it's only for once. I'm like... Was it on a regular basis? Right. I don't know if I could do four or five days from home. I may have to go into the office one day and just be like, hey, here, guys, here's the house. Don't let the dog out. Everything hits like that at the same same time. I don't know if it is for you people that are listening. You people. But uh, I get the letter from the HOA that we have a dead tree in the yard. And it has got... And the top had died, but there was still, like, some weird, weird growth... Leaves, like it was trying to on live. On the trunk and, yeah, on the lower half. Yeah. So we, we kind of thought, well, let's see where Does this it, progresses. Until we got a letter. And then the HOA's like, HOA's like, nope. Cut it down or we start the fines. Cut right. it down or we start the fines. So we have a guy that mows our lawn, and you were like, hey, do you Go cut down and, trees? And he's like, no, but I know a, a I know tree a guy. service. I know a guy. I know a tree service. Yeah. So he comes. He comes over to cut down the tree. Uh, the the what happened was the bugs, beetles, got mm. into it, and those l- weird limbs that are coming out is because the tree is trying to live, but it's not. Aww. The the that's what that weird. He goes, look at some of it. Doesn't he look like leaves? It's just. And he goes, because the roots are still trying to survive. Aww. But he goes, it's it's dead. It's over. It's it's done. So. Uh, He's That's here to cut the sad. trees. And while he's looking at my trees, he goes, you have a lot of wasps around your aspen trees. And he starts looking at the trees and he goes, oh, no wonder you get swarms of wasps. You have, your trees are covered in aphids. I'm like, what? Who? What? <laughs> Is that a family? So 
The aphid family? They're these little tiny bugs that live all under the leaves. Mm-hmm. And You showed me little black spots. Yeah, and they poop. And it turns into like sugar, Honey. sugar water. They're, yeah, and he goes that attracts all the bees and the wasps. And, they, and he goes, you need to have these sprayed because they'll kill your trees too. Like, what? Are you kidding? So, another big expense after writing one of the biggest checks. Right. I was like, what? But do then I- we had another tree in our backyard that had died. And I bought a chainsaw that you were going to try and teach me how to use, mm-hmm. but instead you paid him to cut it down. Well, I thought about that. I know we got the chainsaw, which because I want to learn how to use a chainsaw. We, we can still definitely use that on other things. But what? What do you use a chainsaw on? Well, there's other like trimming, trimming the other bu- the trees and other bushes and stuff. We can use it. A chainsaw. It's we a, have a trimmer. It's a small chainsaw, small electric chainsaw. I don't know. You should have seen when they showed up. Did you see the picture I sent you? They had like massive chainsaws. They had helmets with face guards. They and I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't just step out there with a chainsaw and start trying to figure out how to keep this from falling on. I was watching them cut limbs. Mm-hmm. And they would twist and fall in a direction. Like he would one cut, two cut. Like he, like he knew exactly how to cut a limb that it would twist and fall into the street and not just down on him. It oh. was. It was. I was like, oh, I see. There's a there's there's a pro method. technique to these things. And then when he cut the tree, I watched him. Uh, he notched it. Uh huh. And then sort of made it lean, and it fell into the it fell into the street instead of just going out there, I guess. And oh, I should have paid attention to what angle it was going to fall. I thought you maybe knew that. Stuff. I I basically did. I mean, I've done trees, but it's watching somebody that does it for a living. You know, mm-hmm. that just went out there and and took it down, and then they chopped it all up into tiny pieces. And his crew picked it up and hauled it away, which was another one of my things. I was like, well, if I cut it down, what I'm still, do it? what am I going to do with it? So right. I still got to pay somebody. It's always, but it's always something, something. when you're a, a homeowner. Yeah. That is the thing. Like when we moved my dad from his home to the apartment, I ha- he had to adjust. Like I put this magnet on his refrigerator uh-huh. for the maintenance number. I'm like, and so when we, when we were first moving him in, for some reason, the light wouldn't come on in the bathroom. And I was like, oh, bummer. And Dad's like, what do we do? And I was like, call, call the maintenance number. It's so, I'm like, you don't have to worry about mowing a lawn anymore. Anytime something's broken, you call maintenance. And is, is he liking living in the apartment, I living think, over the I house? I think so. Now? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. My dad and I don't have real conversations. We just, how you doing? You doing good? Cool. Cool. All right. Bye. Love you. But you call your dad every day. Almost yes, every day. Because. Do you call your mom every day? No. Because I, 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 start, I start to feel bad about myself because I don't call, I call my mom once a week. That's mm-hmm. my, like once a week I call my mom. And I'm like, you call every day. And then when I call my mom once a week. She's all you'll hear go, well, if you want to call me more, if you just want to call me in the middle of the week, you know. But your mom has people. My dad doesn't have people. 
Um, my mom has my aunt, so she has people. Mm-hmm. And my mother and I, again, don't have real conversations. Hey, how you doing? How's the weather? Cool. Love you. Miss you. Okay, bye. You've heard it. It's the yeah. same conversation. The conversation you had with your mom after the Oak Ridge Boys story. I was so excited. You were so excited. You were like, Mom, guess what? Oh, yeah. so you get to spend the day with Steve? Yep, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. But Mom, I was on stage. We did a bow with the Oak Ridge Boys. How, how long is Steve in town for? Right. <laughs> I'm like, never mind. Cool. So, and you know, my mom has my aunt, so I feel like I can get away. I call her every Saturday and Sunday. And so my dad, since he doesn't have anyone, mm-hmm. that's why that's an everyday thing. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. But so, I still feel like I should call my mom. But your mom requires longer conversations. People that are listening, if you get a chance, comment or the thing, how how often do you call your parents that you don't live with? What what would be the typical accepted time? Some people talk to their parents every day and have real conversations. I'm amazed, I'm amazed by people that I see talking on a phone. Just in general. You ever see people just like in the in the grocery store just walking and talking? Oh. Just walking drives and talking. Me insane. They're, they're driving, you know, now they're doing more hand, hands-free stuff, but I see people like backing out of a driveway on the phone. Who do you need to talk to that you can't just back out of your drive? I don't talk to to anybody. It be you and I text. Even we're on the road. We, we when I text call you, it startles you. You're, you're like, like, what? What's up? Everything okay? You're like, what's up? And many times it's because we're texting, and maybe I start driving and I can't text, and I miss your voice. Yeah. Or I'm at work, and so I'm multitasking, and I have something to say to you, so I'll give you a call. What do those people talk about, do you think, though? I do, don't know. When you see people that just talk on the phone, or like, I talked to Debbie the other day. Debbie said, no, 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 Maybe it's people that have a lot of things going on with other people. I don't know. I think it's gossipy. I think when you talk, yes. a, when you talk a lot... It has to be about like, gossip. Oh my gosh. Can you believe what they mm-hmm. did at, at uh, the the cheerleader mom's meeting this week was incredible. We I could not NC- believe it. We watched an NCIS, an older one, um, the other day when it was this cul-de-sac and all the neighbors just very gossipy about each other. Each other. Like, oh, yeah. well, I think it could be because they're, you know. We live in a cul-de-sac. We do. I mean, that's funny you say that because I hadn't thought about it. I always yes. think of it just being a, a street, but it goes down further and is a cul-de-sac. But, yeah, yeah. But do you think we have the weird? We have I know some that I've been told that we have um, one set of neighbors, uh-huh. uh, a couple, that knows what's going on at all times on the cul-de-sac. Like they would know when Jack and Joni would go somewhere. They pay attention to everything. Mm-hmm. They're retired. Oh, okay. So we ha- we do have one of the the uh, the one that leans out and cracks the curtain. Oh, no. they're Jan- leaving. Janet's taking the dog out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. I don't mind that at all. I, I love the, our neighbors. I don't know our neighbors very well, um, but I like our neighbors. Well, our next door neighbor, Jack and Joni, moved. Right. We, they, and they we were... have some new neighbors, Mike and Christine, with their three kids, and they're great. But the... But I was going to say, though, Jack and Joni have been there 
all the time that I lived in this house. Right. And Jack and I had just been like the kind of two guys that, hey, how's it going? You know, I'll watch the house while you're gone. Hey, do you want to borrow this? Hey, you know, that kind right. of. We had that nice neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you didn't realize that Joni had, had the connection to every, like she, when she starts to leave, she's like, I'll give you everybody's name, everybody's and, number. name and number. I'll hook you up with every. Yes. Our our neighbor our new neighbors talked about putting in a, a pond in their backyard and they're like, Well, if we do, maybe we can get some fish and I was like, We you probably can. <laughs> we have a lot of koi. Did they the one our fish? Yeah, he may have been joking, well, but I, I was like, We have a lot of fish. We do I'm sure we could give a couple away. Well, we probably have probably twenty twenty five, but Yeah. But I always they're like my babies. You know, I don't go out and pet them. But you know how hard I've tried. I've you know what I've done to keep them alive over I the have years. Seen some things. And, and 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 I'll go out there now and I go look at the size of that one. Boy, that gold one's the well, white. Well, maybe gold they won't be getting really a pond. Big. Maybe they were just joking. Okay. I'm sorry. I just thought they were fish. Oh no! I mean, they are just fish, but they're like they're like kind of like family. I I thought. It's one of the reasons, you know, the water, I've had trouble with the water because it's it's green. It's got an algae. I fight the algae. It gets a little better. You take better care of the fish than you do me. I just realized this. <laughs> but <laughs> but somebody once said, like, well, why don't you pump out the water and just put in new one? I'm going to go, oh, that, that could shock the fish. You know, you don't know how. The, I've got to do whatever I can to keep these fish alive. So, you know. The pressure that I'm feeling right now. Like when you're gone, I'm I'm in charge of those fish. I didn't realize that you loved them so damn much. Oh yeah, oh they they're they're kind of special more than I kind of thought, and I'm just realizing it while I'm talking. Yeah, my uh my neighbor uh that I had when I lived in Denver when uh, Dylan was really little. Yeah, yeah. My son's really little. Um, gosh, I wish I could think of her name. I'm bl- blanking on her name right now, but mm-hmm. uh, she uh. She watched a parakeet for me. Oh no! And it died. Oh no! Yeah, and um, she watched a dog for me, and it died. And she said, "I am not babysitting." And I go, "That's a really good idea. <laughs> Do not babysit." What happened with the dog? It was. Uh, it had gotten a very rare blood disease. Did the, you have an autopsy done? Sort of, kind of. The our neighbor that was directly behind lived behind me was a vet and taught at the vet school. Who was actually doctor? He was Doctor Kevin's teacher. Okay. Doctor Kevin's teacher, and so she oh. took she took the dog to him because I was out of town. Oh. And uh, said that that was there was nothing they could do. It was not. It was just a freak thing, and but it was the same kind of. See, yeah. and that's the parakeet what was the parakeet out. was just old, and that was just one of those. It was just the timing was just an old, you know, nothing was done wrong. But you—that's the thing about pets. You never, you never know as you look down and pet butterfly. You just never know. It's even with people. You never know when it just like. I don't want to go there. Stop. Is there anything else we need to talk about? That's all I got. That's all about all I got too. We're at 56 you minutes. You just we went we, down a dark little to, corner. I didn't mean Please to. I am don't so sorry. do that. Gosh, I'm so sorry. People that are listening, I apologize. Make sure. It should end on a happier note. You pray to Jesus and play the lotto. Play the lotto. 
pray to Jesus and play the lotto. All right. I guess you go ahead and just tell everybody how to find us. You can find us on Instagram, Wrinkled Sheets, the number one. One. Okay. Because remember, the other Wrinkled Sheets yeah. is a woman that gets very Wrinkled Cheeks, the number one on Twitter. We've got Wrinkled Sheets, the number one at gmail.com. We're on Podbean. We're on Spreaker. Find us on iTunes. Our Wrinkled Sheets video channel is oh, yes. up 41. We got 41 new uh, oh, followers. Oh, welcome. Just out of like. Boom. A couple I guess we just something got shared or something somebody That's discovered great. us. We got forty one new followers. So I'm we love very, you guys. Thank you guys thank so much you. for that. Well Anything until else? next time, I guess bye. 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 Thank you. Oh, share us. Share the podcast. If you know somebody like, that might share. like just like us and share us. And go to iTunes and please Rate us. Rate us. Give us a review and rate us. We, Even if you don't like us, give us a five star and then just leave a comment as to why you don't like us. Yeah, five stars and a comment why you don't like it. Because giving ra- giving rates and reviews actually moves you up in the search engine, mm-hmm. right? Is that mm-hmm. what, how it works? I know yes. you guys do it on your podcast too. Yes. So, so yes, rate us, review us, and share us with your friends. So. I know this is from Remasculate, but seriously, go listen to some Oak Ridge Boys because they're freaking amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'll end it like this is how I end my podcast to remasculate. So until next time, God bless America. Go listen to some Oak Ridge Boys. We bid you adieu. Bye. Bye.